When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? David Batista has joined the high-profile cast of Dune. I did not know they were remaking this. Uh, Jason, did you know that Timothy Chalamet is playing the role of Paul Atreides, which uh, was played by Kyle MacLachlan? I heard that, and I just really quick a little sidebar. I have Timothy Chal- Timothy Chalamet just dropped some good news. I'll tell everyone on the other side of the dirt alert, Ooh. literally on his Instagram. Uh, good, fun news. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Wow, very cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay uh, the popular video game Fortnite, it's making an impression on expecting parents. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. An increasing number of parents are choosing to name their kids after characters in the game. Oh, no. Um, oh, okay. Are they cool names? Uh, Ramirez, which is the name of a popular female character, has grown 57% in the category of male names as a first name um, but it's it's a woman in the it's a girl in the the game oh, cool. uh, the use of the names Leviathan bunny and rogue have also become hot names according to Leviathan yeah Leviathan. Alexis then, Leviathan Thompson <laughs> yeah, okay. and then the name Dakota which happens to be a top Fortnite player has seen an increase. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All depends on the last name. You know, it does. How does it, like you said, Jace, does it all fit? Yeah. Yep. All right. One of R. Kelly's alleged victims is putting out a challenge to the singer if he, in fact, is telling the truth. Take a lie detector test and do it live on national television. This is coming from Asante McGee. She's one of the women who made allegations against him and is a part of surviving R. Kelly which had a three-part thing um, on Lifetime, which I'm still thinking I need to watch. Oh. John Legend was a part of it. I mean, yeah. I, man. The friends of that, uh, I have a friend that uh, watched over the weekend. Yes. Met her on Sunday, and that's all she wanted to talk about. Really? She, it's just, oh, she said, you, you, it's just unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. Gosh. There's a spike in his music sales, too. No. Oh, that makes me, oh, oh gross. Gosh. Oh, I no. hope it's just curiosity and not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, moving on. On TV tonight, we have the series premiere of Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club on MTV. Which is getting horrible oh. reviews. <laughs> no. And then the second season premiere of Ellen's Game of Games. That's on NBC tonight. Uh, the Rookie is back in its second season, as well as The Connors. Mm. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That was a good update, Don. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. And now... Hey, Dr. Craig from Mound here, and I am the announcer for the week. Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? 
Doctor. 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 My beautiful wife, Dr. Jackie, supports Alive and Kickin'. Thanks a lot, Jack. And a big shout out to my friend Sue, who loves my talk. Hey, Sue. Now it's time for The Jason and Alexis Show on My Talk 1071. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to the six o'clock hey hour. Hey, girl. Hey. Of Jason and Alexis hey. in the morning. 604 on this Tuesday, January 8th, 2019. I'm Jace with Lex. And Madame McLean. Madame. Mm. Madame McLean <laughs> of the Toledo, Ohio McLean. Oh. Thanks for being here. Uh, grab an English muffin and some butter. Mm. Uh, butter that muffin and Whoa. let us entertain you for a little while. <laughs> butter you know? our muffins. Yeah. Butter our muffins. <laughs> So, uh, how's everybody doing as we enter our uh, second hour? Lex, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Okay, Dom, yeah, how are you doing? Doing yeah. great. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> hey, coming up a little bit later, I'm excited because uh, I haven't seen it. It's one of the movies that I eventually I do want to see. Dawn saw Aquaman. Mm. Aquaman. Oh Dawn into the ocean and Which there's conti- water. Okay, she really didn't go in the ocean, Goober. She no, just saw no, Aquaman. But, but Dawn mm-hmm. couldn't even walk into the aquarium, remember? For Project oh, Dawn that's and right. at the zoo. Yeah, Dawn, what the hell so are you doing? You, I'm so curious how you did. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I had to drug myself, I'll be honest. I'll talk <laughs> yeah. about that coming up this hour. Yeah, we have many, many good. good Lex, I didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lex. I didn't even connect the dots that mm. she's afraid of the, the world of the ocean. And then uh, she gets goes to see a movie called Aquaman. Yeah, okay. Uh, that and more coming up in uh, just a little bit. But I said, hey, that Timothy Chalamet uh, dumped some news. I, I um, checked Instagram in that commercial break. And I follow Mr. Chalamet. I enjoy him. I'm a fan. And he posted. Let me go to it right now. He posted just a few minutes ago that his movie with Steve Carell that I saw with Dawn, actually. Yeah, and he was there. Beautiful boy. Beautiful boy. Oh, so yeah, guys, amazing. that's right. Oh. Well, listen to this. Is now free on Amazon Prime. <gasps> Ooh. Really? You can now. It's in theaters. But if you have Amazon Prime, you can see it right now. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You guys have to see this film. It's so powerful. Now, look, if you're, you know, if you're in a happy mood, Mm. probably not the movie to watch. (laughs) Okay. Yep. That's a fair warning. It's it's a tearjerker. It is. And it's, uh, you know, it deals with addiction, uh, very honestly. And uh, he is so good in this movie. So, again, if you're happy... And you're uh, you want to remain in a good mood? Probably not the day to see it. But when you're already depressed or it may be sad, <laughs> wow! What, this is a great <laughs> sell, Chase. <laughs> but I will say, you know, it doesn't. It has a very hopeful. Yes, it does. Ending, like, don't think it's gonna. It, I mean, I guess I hope I didn't spoil anything. It but gets better. It's based on a real story, and the yeah. guy uh, Nick, he was there as well when we saw this screening. Yeah. So, oh. and both of their memoirs, right? Is mm-hmm. that like yes. a combo mm-hmm. The dad and the. Uh, oh, I need to the, read that book. I do too. Books. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really good. So please, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, uh, go see it. Okay. Uh, obviously, the big news this morning in entertainment is The Bachelor. Chirp, chirp. Okay. Oh. Now. I, uh, I, uh, okay, let's start. You made it the furthest, Jace. Probably, but yeah. I didn't even make it that far. Dawn, I'm, I'm going to begin with you. 
you couldn't do it. I could you just not. couldn't muster the energy. And you've we, watched a lot of Bachelor. I, you Nation. know, yeah. I mean, I I take part in uh, the podcast here. You get a rose with Marley. I fill in. I'm engaged in it. I usually create a whole chart the first night. Yeah, I had that. Like I was ready to do my chart of all the contestants and you know what their profession is, how old they are. There, I mean, I block it out and do a a, a thing. I couldn't make it through thirty minutes. It hadn't even started yet where we saw the girls oh. get out of any limo or anything because they did this wow. stupid thing, which I absolutely oh hated my. with all these parties in all these cities, making it this big thing that's like, it was so over the top, forcing me to watch all this. I'm like, I can't do this. I'll have to watch it on Hulu and fast forward through all this. I can't. What What was it? What did they do? Well, they did all of these little um like they they were in Dallas. They had a party with all like former a lot of former contestants. So they were in four different cities, oh. and then they were like doing live. It was like a live cut in at the beginning of the show to get amped up and hyped up for to watch somebody find Filler. a girlfriend for oh. six months that he's Filler. gonna dump. You know? Oh gosh, it was just so ridiculous. <laughs> Why are they doing that? I don't know if anybody else was mad about that, but no, I was too. Dawn, first of all, it's three hours. I would, I kept going back and forth. I was like, when are they going to get out of the limo? When are, when is this going to actually start? When then at eight thirty, they had already come out of the the, the limos, and it, it, he was ready to go into the party. But then they they went to this live party. They did no, yeah, where they this, cut back to what? the live party. Oh yeah, after the limo time, and then he was talking to Chris Harris about going into the party and mingling with the girls. And then they're like, wait, but first, then they went to this other party where what? this woman's pregnant, and this the guy proposes. No. Like this couple, I I don't maybe maybe there's someone from Bachelor Nation, but was it Crystal and Chris? I don't think. I, okay, mm, I'm not really. sure. I don't even care. They didn't really look like. I I just it didn't look familiar to me at all. It's just a random couple. Oh They're my pro- god! He's proposing to her, and she's like, "Yes, yes." And I'm like, "Wait a second, what is happening here?" Oh. They needed a lot of filler. Well, because they bloated it to three hours. Yep. She just all suffered through the Golden Globes the night before. <gasps> yes, God. No, I just know this is supposed to be entertainment, and I'm just angry. So I'm like, nope, not doing it today. <laughs> Can't do it. Then I, he finally gets into the party, right? And then, then the focus is that he's a virgin. One woman's determined to go in there and ask him, why are you still a virgin? And then that was kind of the theme. You know, every time I go back and forth, it's like, all right. He did kiss two girls, though. And I hate oh, that they're really? saying it's the first virgin bachelor. Wasn't, uh, what's his name? The blonde guy a virgin? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, gosh, what's his name? Yeah. I don't know. I'm with Alexis. I, I... <laughs> Years ago, he sometimes hosts like the after show. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, I'm, it's family. Uh, Sorry, guys. I'll Google it. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that he was a virgin too. Uh, like, why do we virgins. have to, yeah. Why Let's do we see. have to focus on that so much? Poor guy. Mm-hmm. I came in and out. I missed the shenanigans. Uh, oh, you're talking about Sean Lowe? Sean Lowe. Yeah. Sean and his wife, was they were both virgins. Uh, uh, I, I, all I know is <laughs> I, I've been beating around the bush about this, and I'm sick of beating around the bush because it's insane. Yeah. Everyone knows what I'm thinking. Colton isn't going to find any love here because he's gay. Oh, I'm telling you. You think so? I'm telling you. And that I'm sick might be of being the jailbreaker. <laughs> I'm sick virginity. of I'm I have beat around the bush. I don't know why I've avoided saying it. It's just my opinion. I'm telling you. Maybe he just doesn't know he's gay yet. 
We smell our own. Oh, my God. Wow. Don't you? <laughs> I, I, I've never thought of that, but okay. I'm telling you. I, I, I sniffed his leg. <laughs> Did you? Him. I yeah. sniffed his leg. Oh. And I'm, yes. Your gaydar is going off. Would ABC let that happen? I mean, he's been in multiple Bachelor Nation shows. Yeah. Bachelorette, mm. he was in the Let's uh, Let's Have Sex in the Summer yeah. show. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite, Bachelor in Paradise. That one, and then now he's the Bachelor. I just... Just my humble, I, it, just my opinion. I'm I not think, into this one. I, just, I think, well, yeah, there's something awkward about him at mm-hmm. first, and I couldn't p- put my finger on what it was. And then, like I said, we got in the dog kennel together, and then I, I smelled his leg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is that what you were smelling? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, there, I, I, it just, I, I have a feeling that he is, and for whatever reason, he doesn't w- want to reveal it. He doesn't want to be, I don't know. And so if that's the case, that I feel awful. Television? I feel awful for him. I don't. If that's the case, that's just. Well, if he can't be himself for whatever reason, that, now, again, this is just my be theory. The bachelor. Yeah, I What's don't know. The point? Some people are so caught up in hiding that identity; they don't want to accept it. Yes, know, maybe just, they have family dynamics that we aren't aware of. He, he was in football. I mean, he was in the NFL. No, I, I, mean, I, I completely understand that. Yeah. But to then to say, yeah, let me be paired with all these women. Yeah, I know. And if that is the case, I, I have, I take no glee in that. I take no, No. I think that's horrible. Um, I I, I think it's really sad. Involved. Yes, he just wants I think to be it's famous, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, this is my chance, and maybe I'll if I find the hottest girl that I match with. Maybe I won't be gay." I don't. Know. I mean, because I, I he's gay. You don't think so? Maybe. And when I was watching some scenes last night, I will tell you, I dropped. I I felt a little less sure about that. I don't know why, but I felt. A, but he's still awkward to me. He big is time. still awkward to me. It's hard and for I don't, me to watch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, big I time, just, guys! I don't know if I can. Am do I alone it. on this? My talkers tweet. I again, and I'm not trying to be crass or turn someone's sexuality into a joke. I'm no. just being real. I for since he was on the other version, I thought something was something was not something wasn't different. I don't know. I, I and Marley's I, coming in at eight thirty. I'm going to ask Marles. Yeah. yeah. See what she says. <laughs> yeah. He does feel uncomfortable. Now what that, what, what that means or how that translates is, you know, something else, but, uh, or who knows what that is, but you're right. There is some, like, you feel awkward watching it for sure. Yes. I wish it was Jason, the bachelor, oh, you know, it'd be way easier. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was one of the runner, one of the oh, runner, girl. the third mm-hmm. place on he uh, is Becca's for, season. Now him, I wish he was gay, but he's not. Uh, uh, there's no question. <laughs> yeah, he is that not one's gay pretty clear. He is. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So attractive. Oh, I love that. Jason yeah, He was is like, hosting one of the meow. dumb parties, though. Yeah, really, I know. Yeah, him yeah. and Blake. Oh. Yep, cha-ching. Mm. 6.15, we're going to take a break. More Hot Topics when we come back. 6.20, more Hot Topics. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Hey, girl, hey. Everything entertainment, everything. Your mouse pad is full of germs. Thanks for being here. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, Lex. It is, yeah. Everything is, though. I mean, think about it. Think about it. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're full of germs. We're walking around with dust and dander. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, I read, um, speaking of dirt, uh, <laughs> <Dander>. <laughs> germs. Yeah, I know. Speaking of dirt, I just, this just popped on Twitter and I quickly read it in the break. I saw, I follow a lot of news people at the different networks, the different network correspondents that I enjoy. And a lot of people from various networks were tweeting about the the promotion of a producer to the head of CBS News, um, Susan uh, Zarinsky, who they call Z. Uh, she is now the first woman to lead CBS News. Now you're thinking to yourself, why do I care and why is this a big deal? Well, there's a couple fun things about this woman known as Z. Uh, number one, she is she was. Allegedly, not allegedly, everyone's confirmed this. She is the basis of Holly Hunter's character in broadcast news. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's been at CBS for four decades. She's worked on every, she worked with Walter Cronkite. She worked on 48 Hours. Well, she helmed 48 Hours. The CBS Evening News with Dan Rather. Uh, she's done every job at that network. She was with Cronkite the night that he reported on Nixon's resignation. Um, she is beloved. She's very well liked. Uh, they said that she has a ton of energy. Well, here's kind of the juicy thing. So a lot of people were posting the employee meeting yesterday and uh, where she was announced and she made a little speech. But the juice comes from the Daily Beast. Uh-oh. And here's the headline. CBS News shakeup could be good news for Nora O'Donnell oh. because I guess Z is a huge fan of Nora O'Donnell. And the rumor is she wants to put Nora in the evening news chair. Ooh, we like that. She wants she wants Nora O'Donnell to take the place of Jeff Glore, who hasn't exactly set the ratings on fire since taking over the evening news job. So, um, like her in the morning, though. See, that's the thing. And and CBS, (laughs) who can't she do both? I don't know. And and look, she she has a lot of fires to put out. Not only does she have to get the morale up Mm -hmm. because of all the Mervy Pervy behavior Mm. that has uh, been uncovered at CBS. Yeah, it's a broken culture there for sure. (laughs) Yes, good. I love that term. It is a broken culture. But also, she has a lot of ratings woes to worry about. CBS this morning, which was once really hot sagged after Charlie Rose left. No matter what people thought of him, even if he is a Mervy Pervy, people liked him. And when Charlie left, CBS uh, this morning lost some 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 momentum. Mm-hmm. And and so they need to solve that problem. You heard me talk about the CBS Evening News. That's tanking. 
Um, so I don't know if that's she, indicative of him leaving. It's also just in general, just the the feeling that people have about the network and pop, the, yes. the the cover, like uh, uh, the cover up. Yeah, probably. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. So I love Nora O'Donnell. As I said, one of the great joys of of my TV life is watching her open her mouth, unhinge her jaw, and swallow uh, (laughs) slimy politicians. It's one of the great joys of my TV viewing habits is when she, she doesn't let a slippery politician out of a question. Oh, she's so good. And she's fair. She's just a great journalist, which is good to see in this day and age. So anyway... Uh, 624. Did you watch AGT, Lex, last night? I watched one particular contestant who got a golden buzzer. Who? Because this is the, like, the champions, this right? This is their champions, champions. Uh, round. And you know what? I think of, uh, so this, the person is Susan Boyle. And when I think about her season, I thought she won her season. She, she was, didn't. She was runner-up. Oh, she yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. So she's back, guys. 57. And she's really happy to be back. She looks great. And um, we have a little taste of her performance. Here she is um, singing... Wild Horses. Thank you. Okay. Do you have it, Dawn? Yeah. No sweeping exit. That's pretty. Okay, I want to know what you thought, Lex, and where has she been? We're going to take a break. Where has Susan Boyle been, and what did Alexis think of this championship season of uh, AGT? We're going to find out when we come back as Hot Topics rolls on after this. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Captain Marvel has a brand new trailer which debuted during the College Football National Championship game, and it might be the most Marvel trailer of them all. The new trailer is the first look at the Marvel movie to come out in 2019, and our first since Marvel showed off the Avengers Endgame trailer back in December. Uh, Captain Marvel is coming out, coming in theaters on March 8th. Trending on Twitter, fans are fed up with the Bachelor's virgin jokes. Last night, uh, viewers wanted the show to get right into the limos, but instead were greedy with viewing parties that dragged out the show and an overabundance of virgin jokes. Here are some of the top tweets from the Bachelor official ABC website and retweets. Wow, who knew I could be in a state of excruciating boredom with the first 10 minutes of the Bachelor premiere? Another one, please end my suffering and bring out the limos. And then uh, we can't keep watching these viewing parties and hearing about Colton's virginity. Where are the crazy 20-somethings that are ready to embarrass themselves for all the right reasons? And uh, we have these top hashtags, my misery in four words today and Tuesday thoughts. Those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. 632, Jason and Alexis in the morning. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything Barbara Walters. I'm quick to check a bitch if she is out of line. Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> um, Jason, Lex, and Don. 
more hot topics. So you watched uh, AGT or you watched Susan Boyle. Yes, I saw that she returned. It's been nine years since we what we saw her on the AGT stage. Yeah. And she did a wonderful job. We heard a little bit before the break, but she got a golden buzzer from um, MLC or B, Mel B. Oh, I got my Spice Girls mixed up there for a second. There, yeah. Paprika. (laughs) Um, And she did a wonderful job. Um, Yeah, she has a a new album out, and she looks fantastic. So we'll see how she does in the competition. Um, But it was really good to to hear her and to see her. It's interesting that that NBC did this, 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 like, uh, Champions yeah. You know, it's like, I, what, do they get a gig in Vegas, Lex? I know you only watch Susan, uh, but do you know? I'm not I don't sure know what the, the prize is. is. Um, yeah, I don't either. Like, what's it's like all stars RuPaul's Drag Race, except America's Got Talent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good point. Oh, that's yeah, a good analogy. I, I, yeah, I yeah. Don't know if, have they ever had a champions? I'm not sure. I don't think so, Lex. But there are 10 former winners and finalists who mm-hmm. are uh, competing. So. And same judges, right, Lexa Lou? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Same team. So, yeah. Mm, okay. Fun to see her. Just not yeah. into Susan Boyle. I'll be honest with you. I just... Yep. Mm. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Just not my style. <laughs> Sounds the same. Yeah. yeah. I think it was just at the time, especially it was 2009, and she just didn't look like she sounded. And so yeah. Yeah. it's kind of the well, same. I, it was a shock. I remember that yeah. morning like, after the show aired, we're like, who is this girl? Mm-hmm. Who is Susan Boyle? And this is kind of a little lackluster in the sense that it felt the same way. Now, if she was rapping or if she came out and did some yodeling or, I don't know, some other. Maybe she's <laughs> she has a makeover. So right. now I'm like, okay, she doesn't, you know, look the same. Yeah, that's okay. true. Now, Lex, a magician I wanna... all of a sudden. That'd be cool. Oh, Lord. Swallowing Susan bottles or what do they do? Wasn't there Swallowing a guy? bottles. There was like a gargler or something. Remember that guy that was on America's Got Talent? Was he gargling stuff? Or he was vomiting stuff back up, I oh, think. Oh, okay. Oh no. A regurgitator. That's what it regurgitator. was. Regurgitator. He was a regurgitator. That's right. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So gross. Yeah. <laughs> Lex, I'm sticking with you. Now, when you weren't watching uh Susan Boyle, yeah. you were discovering a show on HBO that a lot of my talkers already like. Oh my gosh. I love this show. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's Silicon Valley. And so Angel and I always look for shows that we can watch together because really it's... Because you you're married and you want to do things together. Yeah. Once okay. in a while, we want to do things together. And in general, he hates all the shows that I watch. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty good about watching the shows he likes, like Impractical, Impractical Jokers and Carbonero Effect and The Prophet and all that stuff. Pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that I watch that he just refuses. Um, so heard a lot about Silicon Valley. And uh, so... We decided to try it, and you guys, this is a championship show. It is so funny. The characters, the way they interact, there's um, a whole sequence in the kind of toward the end of the first season that we just keep joking about. It's a math problem that they're trying to figure out and what they're trying to figure out with the angles and What is the premise of the show? I have no idea. Oh, it's a startup company. Okay. And uh, he has an idea to compress files, and he's able to do it incredibly fast. And what it really does a great job of showing is that there's a great idea, there's a nugget of an idea, and then all the other investors around will try to make it 
and then do it before you launch your company. Oh, I see. And okay. so there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people buying people out. And Is it set in the 80s or is it um, a modern? Modern. Oh, okay. It's modern. modern times, yep. right. I think. Yeah. And so it's just really interesting to see this guy he has this idea and then his buddies and what happens with this friendships. And oh, it's just, it's so funny. Well, turns out we're like, okay, let's just watch it. So we turned it on. We started on season four. No, you, we started on what? season five. Did you know that you did that? Nope. Oh, my God. So we're watching wait, and I'm wait. like, wait a second. <laughs> hmm, okay, well, there's a lot wait, of wait, wait. there's a lot of buy-in here that I need to wait, 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 understand okay. here. Okay. okay, there's a lot of buy-in with what you just said. Let me, okay, so... Don, uh, oh my Dawn, God, I just can't Dawn, believe that. Oh. Don, is it? Am yeah. I? Did I hear her right, or yeah. is it my Nyquil kicking in? Uh, <laughs> Nyquil. She, I hope you didn't yeah, take Nyquil did right quit. now. Okay, Lex, let me follow this. Yeah, please. <laughs> You've never seen this show before, no. uh, the the Silicon Valley. Okay, no. nope. And you and your husband, the yeah. lovely Angel Turo. <laughs> Yeah. made a conscious decision to start watching said show. Am yes. I right so far? Yep, you got it. You went to HBO Go or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, let's start this show. <laughs> yeah. And you went to season five? Well, if we just hit play. Okay, okay. So how far did you get into Oh, it? John, great question. We got almost into episode five. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh, my God. Before I stopped it, and it was... Oh, no. And it said season five, episode four, because it was toward the oh, end. No. Oh, no. I go... Oh, oh my Christmas. word. Okay. We've been right. watching the wrong season. Did he get mad at you because no. you were the one pressing play? Oh, no. thank goodness. No. Mm. I mean, I think we we're both, you know, just kind of like just sitting there, but le- oh. but cracking up because it's <laughs> hilarious, even though we really didn't know the characters and kind of some of the interactions that completely make sense now, but didn't make sense then. <laughs> but <laughs> so oh we just goodness. laughed and we started season one. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. Uh, so make sure you're starting in the right season. In, but it is quality Are they hour television shows or no, half hour half hour okay <laughs> it's like perfect okay and there's just oh my gosh it's called pied piper is the company that uh, they're trying to launch and just some of the hurdles they have to jump over and climb through and the different personalities that you meet and i'm sure it's pretty true to what yeah. happens in silicon valley yeah, you would meet any even more personalities if you started at season one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, um, true. so, ladies and gentlemen, here is a learning moment vis a vis Alexis. Oh, yes, and uh, if you start a brand new show on a streaming service, make sure you go under the episode <laughs> list yeah. and make sure you're pressing episode one, season one. One. Yes. Yeah. Don't just Oops. press play because most streaming services will start you where they're currently at. Oopsies. Yeah. (laughs) You'll love it, though. I'm telling you, it's so funny. Silicon Valley. You'll love it if you start at season one, everybody. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Dawn, I can't. good stuff. We're in season two already, and oh. I mean, so you know now what has, I mean, you kind of have spoiled some things for yourself, maybe? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, she started in season five. Are you kidding me? God. Of course she spoiled oh. some, th- she spoiled four seasons of things for her. Oh, no. Has that ever happened?
happened to you guys? Well, it no. Happened. Anybody start on in the wrong season and go oopsies? I tried to catch up on The Walking Dead last night, and I started oh. season nine. But then I quickly found out through all this stuff, like, okay, the war is over. What's <laughs> Carol's kissing Ezekiel? What's happening? Oh my like, gosh! And she uh, looks like Jesus. Maggie has had a baby. Like I, and then I'm like, okay, I didn't finish season eight. So then I'm like, I'll have to go back and start watching that. But I quickly turned it off like within 20 minutes. I didn't. <laughs> you realized? <laughs> well, this is how sick that I've been. As you know, when I first started getting sick, I started re-watching seasons of Dallas. Mm. Um, like when I say that I watch Dallas and I'd watch it a lot, to clarify, I, I don't really watch full episodes a lot. I watch scenes every so often. But starting in the middle of December when I started getting sick, I started at season, I believe, five or six. Well, yesterday when I went home and passed out, I am now at the end of the last good season. And that is the season where Bobby dies and fake Miss Ellie is around, uh, Donna Reed. Uh, So I just watched Bobby die yesterday. And this is how pathetic I am. I have seen that episode hundreds of times. Cried again. Cried. I've seen it. I know he's not dead. Mm-hmm. I know he comes back in 30 more episodes, mm. but it doesn't matter. You still have to wait 30 episodes. I still cry every time Victoria Principal, they turn off the machine, or I'm sorry, he just flatlines in the hospital room, uh, Bobby does, and Victoria Principal as Pam loses her mind. And it breaks my heart every time. She wails like a little whale. It's so sad. And I cry every single time I watch that scene. And then I cry thinking to myself, this is the last time I have to see Donna Reed play Miss Ellie. Mm. Hashtag not my Miss Ellie. Because Miss Ellie comes back or wait, no, wait, no. Barbara Bel returns to the role back. the next year. Yeah. Gotcha. So Bobby leaves. They get Lucy out of there. And then the next year, Barbara Bel comes back. But Bobby and- doesn't die. No, he comes back a year later because Larry Hagman had a fit and demanded that he came back, that he comes back. Because mm. Patrick Duffy thought he was going to leave Dallas and get all these big film roles. Pfft, you never leave a hit show. You never, ever, ever leave a hit show. If any of you listening, if you get a big hit TV show, don't ever leave it. You never leave a show when it's a hit. And he tried it and he got a, the only thing he got was a, he was a cartoon goat. Uh, in that oh, year he was no. off. Yep. So, yeah, believe me, that's all I got. He was a cartoon goat. Yeah. And Larry Hagman. Yep. D by D. Well, you know who? Well, I just learned this. Step by Step was done by the same production company that did Dallas. Mm. Well, when they brought him back from Dallas, part of his agreement was they would give him a, a ton of money. And the minute Dallas was over, they had to put him in another show. And that oh, other show was Step by Step. Yep. Smart. So, 6.43 when we come back. Dawn McClain <laughs> has a, a one-month-old movie review. <laughs> yes. 6.48, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. I'm uh, watching some clips of Emily Blunt, who's my new girlfriend. I've added her to the list. My mm. ever-growing list of sister wives. Nice. I love Emily Blunt. And I will not... I will not rest uh, with my love of Mary Poppins Returns. It's just so enchanting. And the world is so out of control right now. And just sucks bananas on most days. 
that this just returns you to your childhood for two and a half hours. It's just pure delight. That's the word. Yeah. And yes, it's a musical. I still can't believe I have to tell people that. But my friend James has a theater manager friend. And he said opening weekend, he had they had people coming out to demand refunds because they didn't know that Mary Poppins Returns was a musical. Okay. It's Mary Poppins, but okay, sure. So just so you guys know, consumer <laughs> alert, Mary Poppins Returns is a delightful musical. And it's so good. And we're going to try to see it, right, ladies? Yes, we we're going to we're going to try to see it. Yes. yes. We're going to make Next an week. effort. Yes, we are going to make an effort to do a matinee on Tuesday, right? A week from today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yes, yes, right, right. Yes. We we got this. We can do this. This is going to be fun. I I I I have high hopes that you guys are going to like it. Maybe not as much as I did. I don't know what it was. I I think I don't know if it was the combo of I was on vacation mm. and I saw it at Disney World, which was fun, but I walked out of there and I wanted to be in a musical. I was singing. I was annoying the hell out of Colin. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, cuz I was so I was like Anyway, speaking, I bring up this for a reason because we're going to continue the movie theme right now. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Don McClay. Yes. Okay. So I went to see Aquaman. Uh, I saw it at the Alamo Draft House. So we oh! actually we ate. I think the best thing about Aquaman. <laughs> Was the previews before where they were showing old Aquaman clips. That's so great that they compile all those together. Any old show that references Aquaman, little snippets, great. Okay, (laughs) this is awful. This is an awful... I thought it was an awful movie. Oh, no. Three hours. It's three hours? Three hours. It's long, yeah. So long. There's all these CGI effects. The plot is just like, what's going on now? I don't even care. Jason Momoa and his lines are so cheesy. Amber Heard's acting is terrible. They're both awful. What um, about that wig now? The wig is terrible. <laughs> the wig, what are you, Ariel? Like, it looks horrible is, dry, but it looked good wet. And I know it's a, I know that this is a superhero movie, so yeah. I shouldn't expect like a Shakespeare piece, mm-hmm. but the, they did the best they could with that terrible script. I mean, repetitive fight scenes. This is a $225 million budget. I thought the CGI wasn't really that good. There were times where I'm like, that does not look good. It's cartoony. Yeah. I even had to, because I'm afraid of underwater stuff, Oh my gosh. I had to take a half a Valium oh before I went word. in there to even get through it. So there was that. I was worried about that for you, Dawn. Yeah. I mean, and you're not were, kidding. No, you, you I was really tre- did have to. Even with a Valium, there were times when I was trembling just because, you know, there are, it does look realistic, yeah. the water stuff. And they do go in and out of the real water. So that was not great for me, but that's beside the point. Like, all of that aside, when you've got, like, Dolph Lundgren riding a giant seahorse, and then it's I'm like... I'm sorry, oh, what? Oh, yeah. There's, like, giant sea... They're, they're riding uh, Dolph sharks. Lundgren? <laughs> yes, there's just, like... there's. It's just trying to be too many things. It's three hours, and we're, we were just like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? There's this reference to becoming the ocean master that's also super cheesy, like... Jason Momoa at one point, he, he's, he's uniting yeah, two people. You've got to be the ocean master. Yes. It was like, what? Oh, God. And then there's this one, I think the best dialogue was, he he's has this nemesis. That's this guy, you know, who is a human. 
who is doing just things that like in this suit that you're like, okay, you would die. You're not, you're not otherworldly. Like if you were thrown across like five football fields and you crash into a building, you're not going to make it. Okay. (laughs) So the buy-in for that is really strong. He goes, um, you're the dude from the submarine. He's like, yeah, I am. It's just stupid dialogue. You're like, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, just the end fight scene goes on for so long. People are like, there's these crab people that come out. There are tortoises, giant seahorses, great white sharks. Amber Heard pulls up on a killer whale. I'm like, oh, look. She gets, I haven't seen any other killer whales, but Amber Heard apparently gets to ride a killer whale. It's just like. She does not. She she rides Shamu. Oh, she does. It's just like, and then like one, there's about four sea kings underneath the sea. And they're trying to like, it's like an inner battle. But they kept building this plot to where it was like very convoluted where, okay, this is going to go above the surface and it's going to be a war with humans because they've destroyed the ocean. They never got to that. It was just all undersea battles, yeah, which were way too long. down there first. Oh, good to figure Lord. out who was going to lead. I mean, thank God for uh, Willem Dafoe, who's a great actor. And then <laughs> yeah. we have, with the terrible dialogue he had, and then Nicole Kidman, because they're both excellent act- actors. Yeah. But other than that, this was so... So, and then you're afraid to look at your cell phone because in Alamo Draft House, if you even have it all, they will kick you out. So I wanted to know what time it was. I'm like, when are we getting out of here? (laughs) I cannot. Oh my God. Who are those crab people? There's an octopus (laughs) playing the drums. Tell me more about these crab people. What's uh, (laughs) the crab? Well, the crab people come in at the end. I'd never seen them before. And they're a part of the big battle with all of the creatures underneath the sea and all of the People, the sub fish people, God. The sub what? <laughs> just subterranean fish people. They're one of the main characters. There's so many different species of people. Yeah, they're different people that are like half fish, half yeah. people. And there's a, like this princess whose dad gets killed. And I'm like, oh, her CGI is so bad. I don't even care. And and then oh, the worst part is the love scenes. It reminded me. Of um, Attack of the Clones with Natalie Portman oh. and Hayden Christensen, they're like in this desert, and it's like it's like a CW show with this terrible music. That's like we're having fun now, and we have, we have a romantic plot. <laughs> so horrible! Oh, God, we're climbing pyramids right now. Oh God, it was so did you- music, cheesy music. Oh, <laughs> hated I- it. I saw it too, Jace. I saw it when I was in LA. And it's a and? it's a bloated movie. I think I liked it a little she bit more. Gave a great review. I, I, I just like, want to remind you. No, no. You're like I loved it. I liked it more. <laughs> I really did. I thought it was kind of a fun ride, and especially just I like Jason Momoa, and I thought the story between his mom and his dad was pretty sweet. But I I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Wow. We can all have different opinions. Yeah. Dawn, that was one of my favorite movie reviews in a long time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Oh.